0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Nat Coombe Show presented by Paddy Power Fantasy. Coming to you from the Miami Marlins Stadium in Miami, Florida. The Super Bowl 54 build-up starts right here with the biggest, the brashest, and I would say the best sports media event on the planet, opening night. This is off the charts, gang, where the players from the 49ers and the Chiefs get to meet the world's media. I want to say world's media. I mean it, there are hundreds and hundreds of press from all across the globe packed in to the stadium to get their questions to the superstars, not to mention thousands of fans you probably hear in the background as well. We've got the Chiefs cheerleaders on the stage right now warming up the assembled throng. So much to get into. A lot of new friends we'll make and a lot of familiar faces we'll run into. Let's paint the picture first things first with one of those old friends of ours, the great Jason Bell. Jason, this is like no other sports media event in the world, is it?
1: Do you feel it? I mean, it hasn't even started and you just feel the intensity. This is what makes the NFL amazing.
0: Paint the picture for everybody. What happens on opening night?
1: Well, all the players finally get exposed to the media. Everybody wants a piece of them because they are in the big game. But now they know all the focus is on them, and they're ready for this. But they understand they got to get their personalities out there and talk about the game coming up and do all this while trying to be calm and cool and just be relaxed for the game they got to play on Sunday. That
0: is the thing. On the one hand, you think this is a welcome distraction from the game on Sunday. But then you look at the scale of it, the amount of media that are here, the amount of people watching all around the world, and, and opening night just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So. It's also a huge amount of pressure in some ways on the players, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's a ton of pressure. But I think in this day and age, the players understand that getting their voice out there and being heard is important for them. So this gives them the platform to do it. That's what I love about the NFL. I mean, they're all ready for it. Don't get it. Don't, don't make the mistake. But still, it is huge. And they have to stay composed.
0: Talk about the tiering system. Because you have the superstar players, that are the headline act, and then all the other players that, that are second billing. Is that... I mean, have they come to terms with that and realised that? Or do you think that's quite a difficult thing to navigate if you're not going to get one of those top spots? You're not going to be Tyreek Hill or, or Travis Kelsey or, or Garoppolo. You're a player that is a, a kind of... Treated as I guess a second tier. Is that an issue do you think navigating that?
1: I mean it's tough. I think they know there's only so many chairs up there, so they <laughs> they know why. But it's fun for us out here because you get to see one of the best starters on their team just walking around with the media. And if you know who he is, you can go up to him and talk to him. So that makes it great. I mean there's only so many chairs and there's fifty guys, fifty-two guys, so yeah, they understand. Now we know you're one of the most
0: connected men in football, so that's gonna that's gonna help a little bit, right? Because every Everybody is battling and jockey for position, but you know a lot of people, so you can probably slide in the inside lane a little bit, right?
1: Sometimes I could pull that off, but what I do is I call them and I say, hey, let's try to talk later on in the week. Enjoy the night, bud. Thanks, man.
0: As J-Bell said, the scale, the size of opening night is something to behold. And whether you're a seasoned veteran or a rookie, most of these players are experiencing this for the very first time. So what does it feel like? I got in amongst the players to find out.
2: Man, everything off the charts, man. This is a big weekend, man. I'm just happy to be a part of it. I mean, first year, first time in the Super Bowl. I think it will get no better than that, you know. So, well,
0: how would you describe what's going on tonight? Do you feel pressure in going into one of the biggest weeks of your life, the biggest games of your life? Is this a good distraction, or does it kind of add to the pressure a bit?
2: Uh, I mean, I think the pressure always up. You know, the Super Bowl is kind of the last game, so pressure going to build up. But man, if you just if you take it one day at a time, like I was telling earlier, one day at a time, man, go through preparation and prepare for the game. I think you'd be just
0: fine. Did it help going through to the national championship as a college player? Is that is that good preparation for a Super Bowl week?
2: Uh, I think it's kind of a little bigger stage, you know, uh, but it definitely gets you. Get you in the in the right in the right ballpark of like what to notice, you know? Because we played in that championship game; it was a big game, and uh, especially against like Alabama and and the thing that we went through the preparation went there. So I kind of know how to prepare and, and keep my head, uh, you know, focused and and, and limit eliminate the distraction. So it's kind of it kind of was a help, yes. It's kind of crazy. Uh, it's my first time doing anything like this. Uh, we had something in college, like media thing for one of the bowls we were in, but it was not this many people, and um, it was not as kind of hectic with just like how everybody's just kind of walking around but it's cool just seeing all the media out here all the fans up there and stuff it's awesome yeah
0: the fans I mean that's a new addition in the last few years and I've been watching uh, standing near you waiting to interview you yeah how many fans are out there calling your name yeah it's it's, it's a good addition to opening night isn't it bringing the fans in yeah I definitely think that's cool
2: Um, I feel like it'd be kind of dead without them obviously there's like a lot going on but I just kind of like having
3: a little extra buzz behind it Yeah. oh man I've been asked a lot of different things one of the guys asked me to go ask other players questions that were I didn't feel comfortable asking him, so that you know, that was something different. Doing his job for him. Yeah. He asked me
0: to be a journalist for a little bit. It must be quite a relaxer, quite a loosener to go through this.
3: Uh yeah. You know, this is a fun environment, you know, uh, you know, I'm trying not to be stressed and, you know, just kinda of have some fun with it.
0: It's easier said than done though, isn't it, when you're going coming up against or coming into the biggest game, I guess of your life?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, if you focus on that, you think about that, then yeah, it could it could be a distraction. But um, you know, you just take each moment for what it is and uh, focus on what what you need to do. I think uh, I think it'll go well.
0: Mikael Harman, Dante Pettis, Daniel Sorensen, and painting the picture, the emotion, the feelings of being right in the middle of opening night. One of the talking points this week in Miami is the much improved Kansas City Chiefs defense. What's been the secret to the turnaround? Well, I found corner Bashar Breeland to find out more. We are looking at the scale of opening night, yeah. and it is the biggest sporting media event in the world. What's it like to be right in the middle of it
4: as a player? Yeah, I mean, it feels great. Uh, not, not, a lot of us don't really get an opportunity to really uh, be able to speak to the media and really get their story out. Uh, and, it, and this is an opportunity uh, that, that a lot of people don't get in a lifetime. And it's a great feeling to be able to have the opportunity to do that you think, is it going through your
0: mind that you might never come back here again?
4: Oh yeah, I, I've been saying that earlier man. you know what I mean, like like you gotta play this for like your last, cause you never know when you gonna get back, it's hard to really get to this type of game, you know what I mean, like where everything that involves of getting to this game like a lot of teams don't really click on cylinders, on cylinders all cylinders all year uh, so when, when you finally get one, it's very special. You got to go see it through. And you've lucked out because you hit Miami as well. So you yeah. could have been Minnesota, and it could have been minus Ooh. fifteen outside. I mean, it, it could That probably would have been a been a been a help for us. You know what I mean? Like we're we used to <laughs> sure. the cold. You know sure. what I mean? Like so. I, I want to see it that way. we play the cold game. It'd be a downfall. I don't see it as the I really feel like, you know what I'm saying, that, that that's how weather and that's what we do.
0: Let's talk about this Chiefs defense and Steve Spagnola in particular, who it must be really significant that he has been there and done it not once but twice, the architect of those brilliant Giants defenses.
4: Yeah, man, Coach Spags, man, you know what I mean, he's, he's a brilliant coach, man, right? you know what I mean, like very energetic, you know what I mean, very charismatic, you know what I mean, care about his players, you know what I mean. And, and he's he quite hands-on. Yeah, and he really wants, your guys, he wants his guys to get better, so... There's no sitting on the sideline watching the offense do do what they do. No, watching a good football game. Now we 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 put in that extra work, and he really get out there and do it with us. You know what I'm saying? Like put us through drills. Uh, If you you need help in catching the ball a certain way, he puts you through those drills so you can learn how to catch the ball a certain way. And I I, I like that about uh, Coach Spags. You know what I mean? Like. He's a great guy. You know what I mean? Like, who wouldn't want to play for him?
0: It's one of the most improved defenses in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. And that must feel good being a part of that unit, being a part of a collective team where for the last few years everyone said, "Well, dynamite offense, electric offense," but the you know the defense is the weak link. Now it's much more balanced, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it, it is. You know what I mean? It, it takes time. You know what I'm saying? You got to you, you build chemistry. You got different guys coming in, so it takes time. And, and when we knew that we we had a we had a challenge. Uh, putting in a new defense, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of different players, like, really coming in, got to come in and play key roles. So we knew it was going to be a challenge, but I, I really commend the guys and, and the guys that we have in the room and the coaching staff that we have. Like, the things that they did to really give us that edge to really go out there and really play fast, you know what I mean? It, it, it's remarkable. It, it's tremendous, you know what I mean? I'm glad to be a part of a, a such a tremendous group.
0: One more for you. Andy Reid is such a popular coach with... Anyone who loves the game—he's such an innovator. He's achieved so much. What would it mean to win a Super Bowl for Andy Reid?
4: Man, it would mean everything. You know what I mean? Like it mean a word to him, and it mean a word to us to to be able to to help him get that. You know what I mean? Like it's a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? Some people are overdue for some things, and he's overdue. And this is his moment. And I'm just glad I got an opportunity to be a part to, to make that happen for him. Good luck, Sunday, man. Thank you.
0: Now, it wouldn't be fair if we didn't get the other side of the story. The San Francisco 49ers defense, one of the very best in the business. And Dre Greenlaw made a play against the Seattle Seahawks that was instrumental in their playoff path. And some people suggest instrumental in how the 49ers ended up in the Super Bowl. Would have been a very different story if they'd been on the road during the playoffs. Dre Greenlaw, one of the real success stories of the 49ers defense this season. I caught up with him. It's a difficult thing I guess being a player in the biggest week of your of your playing career having to go through this so many questions all kinds of crazy questions from reporters from all around the world what have you made of opening night
5: uh man it's been it's been a crazy crazy opening night man and uh you know just all the reporters and you know all the fans you know, they came out to support uh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling like no other, man. Because you know, it just kind of gets that Super Bowl feeling going. Uh, but yeah, man, just some of the some of the questions I got some of the, for some of the reporters is uh, What's the craziest what, question you've been asked tonight? Uh, I think what was the uh, nastiest food I think I ever what ate? What do you answer? It was like, or the craziest food? and I think it was like uh, chitlins. I have ate chitlins before. Wow, okay. not, not a lot of people know what that is, but yeah
0: you got to go, go to France and try snails. That's got to be on a... Yeah, I'm sure I try
5: that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that one Still yeah. well clear of that.
0: Exactly. Let's talk some defense because one of the big narratives, the big stories going into the game, of course, is this great 49ers defense against a great Chiefs offense. What's it like being part of this Robert Sala unit?
5: Uh, man, it's, it's awesome, man, just to be able to go out there and, and go to war every day with my brothers. And, uh, you know, just the energy and, uh, and the effort that they give, man. Um, you know, just as a rookie to be able to, go out there and you know and contribute uh, it's a it's a special feeling
0: man you certainly have contributed that hit on Jacob Hollister which really changed the trajectory of the 49ers season such an important play what did coach Salah say to you after that
5: uh, I mean just you know congratulate me on uh, doing my job and doing my assignment and uh you know just you know just really excited about the bye weekend and you know, everybody you know in the locker room was and we know how much of a fitness you can have so um, it was just you know everybody just gave me thanks and was really real excited man you're
0: the most popular player in the locker room on that day i, guess. I definitely
5: was i definitely was you were
0: very self-deprecating about it afterwards saying you know i did a few things right but there are things i need to work on you immediately referenced improving and concentrating on that is that very much a philosophy of of this 49ers side?
5: Oh, definitely, man. After every game, man, we look back on tape, man. We don't look at the good things we did. We look at the bad things. So, uh, you know, as a player, as somebody that wants to inspire to be great, I mean, you got to look back and look at the things you didn't do so well and, you know, own up to it and, and be able to make those corrections that, that next week. So, uh, you know, that's what we try to focus on on is on doing our job, doing our assignment and doing it 100% of the time. And, you know, that's, that's our motto.
0: It's a huge task on Sunday because you're up against one of the great offensive minds, uh, in the NFL, full stop, an, an offense that has so many different weapons as well, like you don't know where to start in terms of stopping them.
5: Right. I mean, they they got guys all over the field, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time playing against them, and uh, we know how much of a challenge it's gonna be, and you know as a defense, we're up to the challenge, and you know we're gonna go out there and give it our all, just like they are, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Do you feel set? What's that? Do you feel set? You feel ready? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: As we just heard from Drake Greenlaw, the Kansas City offense has got plenty of strength in depth. Let's hear from one of the players that could make a real headline name for himself on Sunday. Receiver, DeMarcus Robinson. Being from the UK, we have football. Champions League is probably the biggest thing we have, maybe the World Cup, but player access for media is nothing like this. Yeah, no. The event is off the scale. You're, what, 50 minutes in now. Yeah. You're being grabbed left, right and center. Questions right. fired at your left, right, right and center. What's going through your head right now?
6: Oh, uh, no, nah, just for real, man. I'm just loving the moment, just enjoying it. Uh, it's a great it's a great, great time to be here right now, and uh, I'm glad it's us here right now. We were supposed to be here last year, but we're not going to speak on that, so we're just taking all of it in right now, and it's a great feeling.
0: On that, what happened last year, going into last off season. And how you were getting mentally ready for this season? What were you telling yourself?
6: Uh, we just telling ourselves we got to be better than we were last year. Just grinding harder than we did last, and uh, getting mentally and more physically prepared. And uh, I think we did a great job at that. And we're not done yet. We got to keep going until Sunday.
0: What is it like working in this offense? Andy Reid is one of the great innovators in the game. Eric Bieniemy, an underrated figure. You're probably glad that. A lot of the uh, hot seats were filled yeah. without snatching him, right? Yeah. What's it like playing in that offense with all these all these weapons in there? It's the unpredictability, the improvisation. It must be really exciting to be a part of
6: that. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the most surreal thing to be a part of that offense. I'm glad I'm a part of this offense. I'd rather not be in any other offense in the league, but this one. Because uh, we definitely make plays and uh, we got the best the best quarterback. And um, I'm glad I'm catching touchdowns
0: from him. The fact that he can ad-lib and improvise that your quarterback. That keeps you on top of your game as well, I guess. Correct, it does. And how do you... I mean, you can't mentally prepare for that. So, I mean, how does he push you on that front?
6: Uh, I don't think he actually pushes us. Uh, Not in that aspect to just be focused on his part. Uh, I think we just got to be focused on our part and uh, everything just connects with each
0: other. Talk about Andy Reid. He's one of the most popular figures in the game. One of the great minds of the game. Achieves so much... What would it mean to win a Super Bowl for him?
6: Oh, my God, I love that guy so much. I want to win a Super Bowl myself for him, but I can't do it myself. So I know all of us are just honing in right now. This is a surreal moment. We are taking it all in, but we are still staying so focused to bring that that one goal
0: home. All right, well, good luck on Sunday. Thanks for your time. Thanks, man. Another big story this week, of course, is what kind of offense we're going to see on Sunday from the San Francisco 49ers. Whether it's going to be a passing heavy compared to the last two games, or whether they stick with the run. One of the key protagonists in all of it to make it tick is lineman Ben Garland. We cover a lot of sports in the UK. You know, we got we got the Champions League, the World Cup. You come to the Super Bowl, you come to opening night every year. It still shocks us in terms of how off the chart it is. And it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and brasher and bolder.
7: Absolutely. I mean, it's a huge event, and uh, we're excited to be a part of it.
0: A lot of players say it is a welcome distraction in in the week uh, building up to Sunday. Easier said than done, though, right?
7: Absolutely easier said than done. I mean, there's a lot of distractions during this week, and you really got to focus on the game in order to be ready for it.
0: How do you do that, though? Because it's something straightforward to say but to put into practice how do you because you've got family and tickets and you're in miami and the sun's shining so how do you focus on the game
7: i think first thing you get all the logistics out of the way early Make sure you have all that squared away. Family tickets, hotels, all that stuff. And then after that, you got to just make that sacrifice to know, like, yes, I'm in Miami, but if we focus, we work hard here, we can be be part of something great, and we can come to Miami as much as we want in the off-season.
0: I guess one of the obvious conclusions to make when you see the amount of media that's here and the amount of media that's here all week, a lot of the same things, the same narratives and messages keep getting churned out again and again. And one of the big ones is... And Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball. Can the 49ers win the game that way? When you look at the numbers and the data. 7-0 when Garoppolo's thrown over 250 yards, so it must be driving you guys slightly mad hearing that all the time,
7: right? I mean, you hear it all the time but it's one of those things. He's an extremely talented quarterback and I think he's proven that he can throw the ball. And we can run the ball, we can throw the ball, and we're going to prove that we can do both.
0: It's a state dangerous to be underestimating to that degree, I think. I mean, it doesn't make any sense.
7: I, I love being the underdog. Underestimate me all day and I love me punching <laughs> in the mouth.
0: Quick line on on Shanahan, because it's interesting when going up against Andy Reid, who is one of the game's great innovators, and, and Coach Shanahan is forging the same path. And is uh, you know an incredible mind. And you talk to players that have worked with him at every stage of his career, when he was a coordinator, now as a head coach, they're blown away by how he compares to other coaches or coordinators they've they've played under. What is it like playing under him?
7: I got to play him under as a coordinator when I was at Atlanta and as a head coach when I was here, and I absolutely love playing under him. Like you said, absolute genius, innovator. He has a meeting on Friday where he explains a lot of his thought process. It's my favorite meeting every week.
0: Austin Hooper said, I think when you played with him, right, said, because it was his rookie season, and he said, oh, I just thought every offensive coordinator was like that.
7: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's an absolute genius, and you love playing for him. And when I saw the opportunity to play for San Fran, I jumped
0: on it. Strong international media contingent here. Plenty of Brits representing, including Sky Sports' Neil Reynolds. How does it feel as a fellow Dolphins fan to be... You <laughs> know you were going to start there to be here all week we're here as well it could have, it could have been us are we ever going to see a Dolphin Super Bowl we'll
8: take those lame connections to the Super Bowl
0: this is our day yes this exactly. is our week exactly this is our moment West Ham won the World Cup as yeah, well all right let's exactly. be let's be clear on that let's, let's talk about opening night as it is now and the evolution of it because you know you and I have worked together a fair bit and even you know even look back at five years ago New York compared to now. It's just getting bigger and bigger and faster and more, isn't it? It's just become more of
8: an event, more of a stage show. So you see the players up on stage, all of that. You see them on the podiums. But it's it's cheerleader performances. There was the University of Miami marching band in here. I feel like we're all kind of just extras in the NFL's <laughs> movie yeah. now. Yeah, Because what this is essentially is, is a press conference. Right? There are a series of press conferences. Couldn't be less like a press conference if it tried. So... It really has evolved. You know, I kind of, I've never been a massive fan, um, but I think- Why? Because it dumbs it down a bit, do you think? Yeah, I don't like the, the, I don't like the reporters wearing fancy dress. Yeah. I don't think you'd go to the Cup Final or the Champions League in yeah. fancy dress. Yeah. And so I just think you don't need to do that. The access is great. I've got some great interviews tonight. I love spending time with the players. It's like no
0: other sport on earth, isn't it? In terms
8: of that, it really is. They lay lay it it all out. The players are so amenable. They don't just give you one-word answers. They're giving you proper conversations, and so that's really good. I just so like all the nonsense that goes with it. That's just me. That's the grumpy old man. -man.
0: (laughs) The scrum as well. I mean, this uh, again to paint the picture uh, for everybody at home. You've got the podiums where for the most part there are a gaggle of reporters around the whole time and then the rest of the players are wandering around the arena and you go up to me jogging the position yep. and you get your questions in you got to try and hold it yeah. for as long as you can sometimes it's bad form I think you know, when somebody is like going 7-8 minutes with a player that's just not odd is it? Are you not, did you see me with Tyron Matthew? Exactly. You,
8: oh right, no I didn't know if you saw that. I was like, cause I did some NFL UK lives that's with him. That's different, that's totally different. So, I got about six questions with him and I could, I could hear the huffing to my side. We're I was like, much, stuff getting... it, I don't care, I'm not here, I'm only here one night, for one night only. So, I, I, I just did it. But yeah it's um, the ones that get me, you get some people that just stand there watching. Yeah. Yes. they like, what are you doing? I'm just watching yeah. ask a question I'm just watching what are you yeah, doing yeah ask one. They're, they're just, just watching, watching. Yes, yeah, so there's many people here just watching probably haven't asked a single question all night
0: in terms of I mean we talked about the scale of this in terms of you know sporting media events around the world you know I guess the closest in terms of scale and media attention the Champions League final the World Cup right. but it's not it's not even close is it
8: no I mean I'd have to I've not been to a lot of those PR events and those media things but you know enough people have told me that there's nothing like this you know this is this is what it's all about this is the ultimate this is where this is where gareth southgate came over and studied it and then we saw england use it ahead of the world cup i think this is the kind of gold standard so and i I just think the players are so well trained as well and they're all in such a great mood because they're in the super bowl so and it's the first day we get access to them Let's see how they are on Thursday <laughs> when they've been asked the same question. That
0: is a really good point. Yeah, I mean, because you think opening night, right, one and done, the players can get back to their their bubbles and stay out. Uh, they Meet actors every day and different, not quite to the same scale, but you can rock up, sit up at a table, chat for 20 minutes if you want. And the, and the problem is, well, we've all got the same
8: themes. We've yes. all got the same questions. You know, how do you stop the 49ers running game? What's so special about Patrick Mahomes? But, so... There's been a couple of times where I've heard people ask that question, but I need to get my question on camera. So I'm like, I'm really sorry, but you know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to ask you again, and they just answer it. It's brilliant. But we were
0: talking about that. I think it's a little. It's it's part of the gig, you know. It's like being a movie star. They kind of know that, but also it's a little bit like a band who knows when they're going out on tour they've got to play the same songs because that's right. what the fans want to see yeah. and they just find a different way of playing a different version and the, the really smooth operators I've noticed do that that they know it's the 88th time they've been asked that question tonight but they give a different inflection a different angle on it
8: Yeah, I feel like both I mean, I haven't seen the 49ers yet obviously as we're recording this but they're on stage I, I've been struck by how relaxed the Chiefs were and how into it they were but then I just looked at the two sets of players meeting each other on stage and they say, oh, the NFL's a brotherhood. You can see him, they're hugging each other, high-fiving. That's great to see. You know, Mahomes and
0: Garoppolo almost ran into each other's arms. You know, it it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. It's a really good point you make. I remember, we uh, was the New York Super Bowl, how relaxed the Seahawks were on uh, media day as it was then. Just so chilled, so relaxed. And that carried through... The game day I was pitch side that Super Bowl and you could see on the bench they were I think at one point Marshall Lynch was body popping on the bench. Right. They were just so relaxed that yeah. all week long they had been. So you can pick up some I guess some kind of idea of how the game might play out just by looking at how chilled or otherwise the players are.
8: Well uh, yeah I mean look at how Jared Goff looked just before the kickoff last year, <laughs> So there's a perfect perfect example, yeah absolutely terrified. Um, I think they know they have to the best teams are the ones that just Roll with it and embrace it. Um, they know they have to do these media events, whether they like it or not. It's part part of what they have to do. As you quite rightly point out, I think um, you know. If I go back to a few years ago in San Francisco. By the Wednesday or Thursday, Cam Newton had had enough. Yeah. Came in with a hat down over yeah. his head. Yeah. One word answers and. Now, there's not a direct correlation to that and losing, but they lost the game. Yeah. And I don't think he handled the week that well. you just
0: got to roll with it. Because that is a given, you know. And that, you know, Obviously, the players are going to say this when they ask for the thousandth time. What are you making of this? What do you think? But they'll say, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm just taking it in my stride. I'm just trying, you know. But a lot of them just aren't going to be able to do that.
8: No, they're, they're, they're just going to get tetchy with the same question you know it depends what your situation is you know i can i'm very interested to see how jimmy garoppolo answers the question about having only thrown 27 yeah. passes in the last two games yeah. especially by the time it's thursday <laughs>
0: the tight ends are up on the big screen <laughs> i thought that was you and me that were cheering for yeah. there. we're up on the big screen one more for you because we're gonna get back to work miami is a super bowl city are you pro Hot weather, warm weather, Super Bowl cities. Do you like the cold? The Minnesota a few years ago. Or do you like the fact it mixes up? I think probably mixes up.
8: I've loved the fact that it feels like we've had quite What's a few so cold ones, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. feels like we've had a few cold ones. Um, so I like the fact that we're in a nice, warm place. And, and I feel like it's going to be great on game day to not worry about the weather. You know, let, right. let these great teams just go out there in 73-degree weather right. and throw the football around and run the football. So... But I do like I did like Minnesota as well for different reasons. I think I liked when we went to San Francisco for a year. So I'm I'm all for mixing it up. I enjoyed the New York Super Bowl. You've just
0: got your Garoppolo question there. That's how you get into the throwing with Garoppolo. Just just picture like that. About the weather. Just like the weather. weather Both teams can both teams wink at him. Can throw it about.
8: Jimmy Groplow's a good-looking man. If I wink at him, I might be in trouble. Very fair point.
0: Good to see you, man.
8: Not that I'm going to get Jimmy Groplow interested. (laughs) Aim high, Reynolds. Aim (laughs) high.
0: Now, Paddy Power Fantasy have a £3 million prize pool for their Super Bowl contest. How about that? £9 to enter. And check this out. If either kicker makes a field goal, you get your money back simple right we're going to be dropping our fantasy pod on saturday the og is in town that means is miami ready for the og that is the question now speaking of kickers in the middle of all the chaos tonight we sought out harrison butker and robbie gold i don't think i can top that you just did an interview in english and spanish at the same time I tried
3: my best. You know, I wasn't the greatest.
0: Talk me through what this is all about, what it's like. I mean, you must be getting asked all kinds of questions tonight.
3: Oh, yeah, it, it's been awesome. You know, I've been out on the floor getting a ton of different questions, you know, getting a lot of trivia, fun questions like that, and then obviously more serious ones. But, you know, I'm just soaking it all in. I'll, I'll never forget this. And, you know, I don't think as a football player you can get anything more extravagant than this you know it's a super bowl you know all the media is out and it's awesome you've seen it on tv
0: over the last few years is it what you expected it would be
3: um yeah i mean there, there's been stuff going on everywhere you know obviously you know we just got those tickets today so to hold those super bowl tickets and just think about the game on sunday and all our family and friends being there is amazing, but uh, you know I'm trying to stay low for for as long as I can until that Sunday game hits, and then you know obviously uh, rise up to the occasion. But right now, sleep's so precious; I don't want to get too excited. That
0: must be the hard bit, trying to try, because every player says that I'm focusing on the game. I don't, try not let the razzmatazz and the hype run away with me. But that must be the hard bit to keep focused.
3: Yeah, I mean I think if you're if you're always glued to the TV, always glued to social media, it might be hard. So I think just kind of putting that stuff to the side as much as you can obviously it's it's all around us uh the better you're gonna you're gonna do in the game so i think it's just kind of sticking to that process and treating it like every other game as best as you can you know and just realize that that is just another game you know being a
0: kicker is one of the most interesting roles in all of sport really because you can be fairly incidental in a game for a lot of it and then suddenly the entire game the entire season the destiny of this team could could fall on your shoulders so you obviously think about that how do you mentally prepare for the fact that you could be kicking a field goal to win the Super Bowl for your team?
3: I prepare like I'm going to have that opportunity every game. Obviously, every game's not the Super Bowl, but every game I'm thinking in my head, all right, this is going to come down to you. You're going to have to make that big kick, and that kind of influences the way that I prepare that whole week before and influences the way that I prepare in the off season. you know, because you might go on a streak of a couple of games where – you know, they were blowout wins or blowout losses. You didn't do anything. And then you might have that one game where, you know, you're going to be the deciding factor on a win or loss. You better hope you've been putting in the work. So I have, you know, and I'm uh, obviously doing the best I can this week to uh, to get me ready to go for Sunday.
0: Andy Reid, one of the great figures in the game, the great minds, great innovators. What would it mean to be part of a team that won a Super Bowl for
5: him?
3: Oh, man, it, it, mean, it means so much. I mean, this is a coach that has had such a great career, and, uh, you know, I know everyone on this team is going to to fight to the best of their ability to give Coach Reed uh, a Super Bowl ring and to give him a Super Bowl World Championship title. So, um, you know, he's been great to me. He's been great to the whole team. He's a great coach. And, you know, we're, we're going to do whatever we can to get him the Super Bowl.
0: Every year we come over from London to, to opening night. Every year it just gets bigger, crazier, brasher. What do you make of it all?
9: It'll probably be in two arenas at some point, you know, as big as this has grown. And it's unique because it's great for the, I think it's great for the league, but I also think it's awesome for the guys to get to experience this.
0: Yeah, you really sense that, don't you? And a lot of things you hear in Super Bowl week, you know, make the most of it because you might not come back. And, but you really get a sense watching players tonight in the thick of this and the fans and you're taking time and your teammates taking time to sign autographs and get amongst them. It's a special night, isn't it?
9: Yeah, so the last time I played in this game, this didn't exist, right? right. It was a media day, it was media only, and, you know, it's kind of unique to be able to see fans get to understand what opening night, media night, is all about, and um just glad that they're able to come in and share the experience with the players.
0: Because you're one of the few that has been here and done it before, how important is that experience and what are you saying to your teammates about that
9: uh you know i think it's big because some guys might not know what to expect and you know it's not a lot of talk about you know what is it like what's going to happen what is this and what's that i think if uh, they ask a question then you answer it if not you just go about business as usual
0: kicker is one of the most fascinating positions in all of sports i think let alone the nfl because you can have a long period in a game of, of relative inertia right and then you're called upon to win a game to change the course of a season change the course of, of a career yeah sure it's a hell of a lot of mental pressure isn't it
9: yeah you know you just got to enjoy the moment that you're in and uh make every moment count and you know it's kind of unique because i was i've been able to go over and play in the uk twice yeah. now and when we first went over to the uk all they cheered for was big hits and the kicker so i was like oh this is great <laughs> I mean, who, cares about the qu- who cares about the quarterback you know right. um and to see the game grow over there as well and be able to share those moments with uh really people all over the globe is pretty pretty unique
0: i guess a lot of the team is mentally visualizing and preparing that moment they can make to to change the course of the game and again going back to, to being a kicker you might well be called upon to kick the game winning field goal to win the super bowl how do you because you hear kickers say I, I get my head set for that i'm prepared for that but how do you do that
9: well you know that it's probably going to happen you know in a game like this with Two really good teams, and the Super Bowl is probably going to come down to a few few opportunities, and um, you just prepare like you would in, in practice every day and know that it's no different than any other day.
0: Right. Easy said and done, though, right?
9: No, it's that simple.
0: <laughs> that is just about it from us here at opening night, but plenty more where that came from this week in Miami. Live shows Wednesday, Thursday friday from south beach dropping 12 o'clock uk time live on the espn uk youtube channel we're going to drop those episodes as podcasts and probably the whole videos as well all across the espn uk social media channels and at the nc show facebook instagram twitter how about j bell dan olowski iron mike carlson and plenty more besides so join us wednesday as we build up to the big game see you then
6: Podcast Network.